17 minutes now, it is 2, 5 o'clock. We have hundreds, if not thousands, of fad diets, programs that promise that you're going to lose X amount of weight within a short space of time. Many of them are scams, quite frankly. Uh, How do you lay a foundation for what is a successful weight loss and management um, program? Welcome, Yena is a fitness coach and trainer, joins me on the line now. Welcome, a very good morning and welcome to the show. Hi, Africa. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. How are you doing? I'm all right, sir. I've never been a fan of diet. Um, I think everything in moderation, particularly um, the healthy nutrients that we need in our body, should, quite frankly, be the basis of uh, any diet. But some people would have taken a New Year's resolution to lose weight. What is a realistic um, and measurable uh, way to go about the process of losing weight, do you think? Uh, well, listen, there's a lot of factors that play a part here. So when it comes to the diet, I think a lot of people will just uh, hop on any diet that they come across. They don't even know the effects that it's going to put on their body and everything. So these drastic diets are mainly for selling a certain product or, you know, using supplements and things like that. But my my advice to my clients will be you have to look at what your lifestyle is about. So if you're a busy person, if you wake up in the morning and you're active, you have to have a certain amount of uh, of nutrients that you put into your body to sustain your energy levels. Because if you go on a, like an intimate fasting where they say you don't eat for about six, seven hours, it's going to affect everything that you do within the day. So you're going to be less productive and everything, and that's not sustainable. So I always advise my clients that, listen, when you wake up in the morning, make sure that you, you avoid. So I'll, I'll give them a list of, of food that they need to avoid. So a lot of the food that you buy in stores and, uh, you know, supermarkets and everything, they have a lot of sugar. So you need to cut down on the sugar first. That's my main advice. Too. So because the sugar is what spikes the insulin, your blood pressure, it, it makes everything become harder. The more you spike your insulin, the more hungry you get. So the more you eat, which means you're actually counteracting your your idea of losing weight because you're going to end up eating more sugary stuff and it's very addictive too. That's, and and, uh, and that's that. often the mistake we make, isn't it, Welcome. So we'll, yeah. we'll go into, as you say, intermittent fasting. Some people take even much longer where they'll have a 24-hour fast, a 36-hour fast. And by the way, don't yeah. do that unless you've consulted your healthcare professional because that will have implications exactly. on your body. But we never take the time to actually uh, truly research what will be the most appropriate way to break that fast. Because as you say, what is mm-hmm. the point of starving your body for all that time only for you then to consume often sugar-laden, uh, addictive products that will then spike your insulin, which then undoes all the good that you would have done in, 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 in keeping food away from your body. Exactly. And what happens is your body also, once you starve it too much, it goes into survival mode. So it starts to store every single thing for longer so that it, it prepares you for when you don't have food. So in, it, in its own subconscious mind, it thinks you're actually running short of food so it has to store like a camel when it's walking in a desert it stores its food inside its own body and able to access it whenever it needs it 
So that's the danger of starving yourself is that you take longer to lose weight because now your body's holding on. It's becoming resistant to, to, to using that food inside. So your food is like your fuel. So your body has to convert it into energy. It has to convert it into all these other uh, nutrients that your body needs to, for you to have a, 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 a proper way of functioning. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. Um, the one, the one theory, I suppose, I do agree because the science makes sense. Um, it is also about managing the amount of calorie that you take in versus the amount of calorie that you burn. And if you burn uh, less calorie than what you take in, you're going to become bigger. If you burn more calorie than what you cut than you are to take in, you might get smaller. And the goal is to find whatever that sweet spot is, given the amount of energy you burn every day, and therefore how much of that energy you need to take in. Uh, that yeah. would be a good sort of practice to have in one's life, right? Yeah, but a lot of people don't understand the whole calorie deficit uh, thing. You know, they hear about it. But uh, to explain it maybe in a simpler way is, you know, um, if every food that we consume contains a certain amount of calories. So if you avoid, like, I think you've heard this a lot, like, uh, uh, what's this takeaways and everything? They they very high in calories. So if you have one burger, you know it, a burger. If you you were to research well, how much a, a McDonald burger has, it's already got like 780 calories just from one meal. And for you to burn that burger off, you're gonna have to be on the treadmill for maybe over six hours to burn. Not not six hours, but it takes about 30 minutes on the treadmill if you're walking on a high, uh, like a high pace or something. If you run, then obviously it improves the the amount of time for you to burn. But 30 minutes is probably burning like 100 calories on a treadmill. So now you, if, you, if you've consumed a burger that morning, which has 750 calories, and you go to the gym and you only burn 100 calories or 200 calories, which means your body's still has that other 400 and something if you if you subtract the 200 from the 750 i don't know if that makes sense so we eat the more you the food that we eat gives us more calories and uh, it's harder to burn it off at the gym because it takes a little bit longer and a little bit more effort so that's why people struggle they'll say yeah but i only ate once today how come i'm not losing weight but they don't check that the food that they consume has actually a high number of calories, which means it's actually, it's like counteracting your whole goal as well. So you need to eat clean. When you say eat clean, you try to use less fat, less sugar, boil your food, try eating uh, as as much food in its original form. So like if you're making pasta or, or you're making eggs, try not to use too much fat and too much uh, you know, sodium and all that. You try to keep it as bland as possible, and that's what helps you with uh, consuming less calories. Welcome. As a man who loves food, you are making it sound torturous more than delicious and delightful. Um, That's the extreme part. It's not the the only way to go about it, but, like, (laughs) I'm just giving you the extreme part of it, of how it works, like, the the whole calorie deficit thing. Yeah, 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 no, it makes sense. Actually, actually related to that, Nandi on the WhatsApp line asking, should one invest in a calorie scale uh, in order to monitor? I, I generally would read the package, and it will tell me... Um, how much, I mean, it would 
give a set, you, you know, if you know what numbers to look for, I suppose, you'll get a very good yeah. sense of how much calorie you yeah. are intaking. Well, it, I, yeah, a calorie scale is, is a good tool to have because it can tell you exactly the amount of, of carbs. So if you're going to uh, start calculating how much protein you're consuming, so you can put it on the scale and then it'll tell you that it's 60 gram of uh, steak, then you know that, okay, I've consumed six. It's, it's an easier way to actually keep record of what you're eating and how much you're burning. Then you can, you can have a more clear understanding of why your body is stuck where it is or is it moving forward or backward. Because sometimes people will just eat and try to be as clean as possible in gym, but they don't track anything that they do. So then they don't understand why the results are not coming as fast as they I have to obviously ask this as our uh, final question. Uh, we have been focusing on food and what you are intaking and what's important, what's not. If you are fasting, how do you break that fast and all those elements because that's important. But all of this, and let me preamble my final question by saying this, I fully believe that if your objective is to lose some of the excess fat around your gut, actually mm. the majority of that happens in the kitchen, right? It's what you are eating that will have the most impact on how much of that uh, uh, love handle you will be losing. Mm. But essential is then a shift in lifestyle and actually having some sort of fitness program even if it's just walking a few more steps every day climbing those staircases instead of using a lift whatever that case may be the shift to a fitness focused lifestyle uh, has to couple whatever new diet or new approach to food you are putting in place that's absolutely correct so it's, it's better to just have an active lifestyle. I mean, the gym obviously will enhance uh, the, the intensity of you burning more calories. But if you're office-based, like you said, let's say your office is in the fifth floor, instead of taking the lift to those minor adjustments of just using the stairs, each time walking to the, to the daily a few kilometers away, that will absolutely add the progress that you're trying to, to achieve. It's always good not to just let yourself sit and just go to the gym once a day, only for an hour. Be active during the day. Walk around. Use the stairs. Um, if you can cycle to work, you can do that. Let's say you're just a, a few blocks away. You can also do that instead of taking your car. It's all those minor things that you can do. And yeah, absolutely. And it just makes your life even much healthier. Like when you're healthy, everything just becomes better. When I started gymming uh, 15 years ago, I just, everything that I did in my life just started improving. Your, your sleep, your appetite, your, you, you get sick less, you, you hardly complain about anything and it just becomes a, a nice and a, a very enjoyable lifestyle. It's hard in the beginning though. And no no doubt. It, it, it's a pity we can't have a can of spinach like Popeye the sailor man used to have and then we just uh, transform into these <laughs> contoured muscles and then we have a good lifestyle. I'm Welcome. <laughs> How do people I'm find you? To do that. Uh, well, you can find me on uh, my LinkedIn. I've got a LinkedIn account. Uh, you can just type in Welcome and I should pop up there. And um, on Facebook, I'm, I'm also just welcome in uh, Instagram, hashtag train with welcome. 
and those are just the three platforms that I I promote myself. Fantastic. Thank you very much for your insights this morning. Welcome, Yena is a fitness coach and trainer, and of course you can find him on those platforms that he detailed there.